Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at ivypod.com is our email. Let's begin episode 56 of the Ivy Alternative Podcast. Okay, hello Clayton. Hi John. How's it going? Very well, sir. Thank you. How are you? I'm alright, I'm alright. I'm pretty excited about tonight. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I think we've got a good one on our hands. Good topics. <sighs> All kinds of action going on. Yeah, and we've got a, a, a special thing announcement to do. Well, no, we've got a special guest. So yeah. before we get to that... Let's do our first read. Sure. You want to take it away? Yeah, I can take it. Uh, our, our sponsor this week is iCandy Graphics and Web Design. Do you want your business to stand out from the herd? We highly recommend checking out iCandy Graphics and Web Design. She can do custom website design, business logo design, graphic design, such as brochures, business cards, flyers, and many more types of marketing materials. Anything you can think of, she can take care of. She works hard to make your company stand out from the competitors by creating striking and professional compositions. Whether you are a large company or a one-person shop, they can help you look professional and savvy. The web address is icandy-graphics.com and email is info at icandy-graphics.com. And we know Candy and we can vouch for her. Uh, she's amazingly talented and creative. We've seen many of her projects and they are all amazing. Just uh, check out our logo or check out her website. And you can also, she's got a new kind of business venture too, was the, the uh, Artery, which is a Madison, Madison, Wisconsin's place to go for local artwork uh, to buy and sell local art so i'll give her a, an extra plug for her cool. businesses yeah uh it's a very cool operation and and it very talented and she's done a lot of and i should say she because i know there's more than one or you know more than one person working i i know but she's done a lot of work for a lot of good businesses and people so there's all kinds of stuff to do whether you're a restaurant or a politician or Anything in between, or your contractor, uh, she can help you. There you go, iCandy Graphics and Web Design. We thank her for her support yes. of the IB Alternative Podcast. Okay, what do we got, John? down to business. Yeah, let's go. We have a special guest host tonight on episode 56. We are joined by Chad Ario. Happy to Hello, be here, Chad. guys. Hey. Awesome. Where do Big we know fan Chad of the show. From? This is uh, uh, nobody knows me, so oh. I don't know how I'm that special of a guest. But <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> you're you're our most specialist guest, <laughs> wouldn't you say, John? Well, I know my wife knows all about you because she's a big country fan. So naturally, she has heard you on Walls 102. Right. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, Chad. We first saw Chad. I guess, man, that was a few years ago at the Super Bowl for the. Chad, what was that for? That was a fundraiser? Uh, I believe it was for Into the Darkness. It was a comedy show I put together to raise money for uh, suicide prevention. Okay, okay. Yeah, I remember. That was a cool show. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, the, uh, well, we're going to do things a little different this time because a lot of times we'll just bring a guy on or, well, we haven't actually had a gal on, so we'll bring a person on and um, just do like a quick interview. But Chad has been nice enough 
he's going to be joining us for the whole show. So that's going to be fun, especially, I think, when we get to the tweets. Yes. Tweets of the week. <laughs> that's always the best. Sure. There's there's not a lot for a comedian to do on a Sunday night, so. <laughs> there's no gigs in the Illinois Valley. <laughs> no, no, not so much. That's that's so surprising. <laughs> Is it, though? Oh, I'm man. I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to change that. I've gotten some shows together in the area. They've been fairly successful, the the Rural Route Comedy shows. I kind of move around venue to venue and promote the heck out of it when I can in those mm-hmm. individual venues, and most of them have sold out. So that they've been fairly successful. That's awesome. Well, before we delve into anything, do you have anything coming up that we could plug at the top of the show here? Nothing locally. <laughs> they can, you can check out my, you know, my Facebook, my Twitter, all the, everything social media, and you can see where I'll be, whether it's Chicago, Peoria, right, Timbuktu, wherever, just kind of bouncing around. I was in Springfield last night. It was a lot of fun, except for getting the food poisoning part. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Last last night, and you're with us tonight. Yeah, I'm 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 doing everything I can to just hold everything down. Okay. So. Yeah, he warned me ahead of time, Clayton, before we started okay. that he he might hurl. Nice. <laughs> on the I'm show trying. Just, but my last my last 20 hours. If you took a tube of toothpaste that was open on both ends and just stomped on it, that pretty much explains what my last 20 hours have been like. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's a good visual, visual for the show. That. <laughs> That's a that was. That was right spot on visual that I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Is it one of those where you're sitting in the bathroom and you realize you need to make a reach for either the garbage can or the, the tub, tub is close enough. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a bad situation. It's not fun. I don't suggest it to anybody. Right. And yet we've all been there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it would be appropriate that we kind of get a little background info on you. So, um, how did how did this whole thing start? How'd you get into becoming a comedian, and where where are you from? Uh, the big town, <laughs> the big town of Seatonville, population right. three twenty four, I think, at the last census. Really nice, <laughs> sprawling metropolis. Yes, it is. I like it that way. It's it's usually well, it's usually quiet. Coming back from Springfield last night, I had uh, my car was hit with a rock from some kids along the highway. So it's, other than that, it's usually quiet. Kids chucked a rock at your car. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they bounced one off the side of the car uh, right before they hit us to knock the windshield out of a semi that was coming through town. Oh boy! So uh, did they get caught? As of yet, not yet that I know Wait, of. You probably know them. Probably that's, that's Johnson's the whole, boy. <laughs> the whole time <laughs> yeah, that right. I was angry and cursing these kids on my breath, I'm also thinking in the back of my head, I did stupid stuff. I never yeah. threw rocks at cars, but. I did stupid stuff too, right? Yeah, uh, I did something similar to that, but not at person's it was, car. It was projectiles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to go into details. Sure. I did get in trouble. So, <laughs> as far as uh, getting into comedy, it was more or less, honestly, just more or less boredom. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a union sheet metal worker, and I was at well, the economy's in the tank right now, so I was. Sitting home, at, sitting home, trying to think of something to do, and I've always liked stand-up. I've always liked improv, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll take some improv classes at Second City, and then I realized they were about $1,000, and I went, eh, I'll just go do some open mics because those are for free. Mm-hmm. And, sure. Uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. Wow. When was your first time you did it? Uh, February 25th, 2010. 
Okay. It's kind of like my second birthday. I, I've got I've got a, a good friend of mine that's very very funny, very very creative, and I'm trying to get him to come up and do it with me. And I'm trying to explain to him it's it's like once you do it, it's like a second birth. That, you know, yeah. That, that day in February is like my second birthday. I'll never forget that day. It's it's addictive. Where was the place around here that had open mics? Uh, it was uh, it was in Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I I've actually thought about uh, trying to get an open mic here. I, I know I've got comics from Peoria, Quad Cities, Joliet, the, the suburb that would all come here just for a new location. So sure. it's 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 something I'm thinking about doing. That'd be fun, yeah. And I I can imagine that's I just imagine that's got to be so exciting. I mean, I, I think Clayton and I both listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and. You often hear that talked about where it's just that rush, uh, you know, the excitement of getting, you know, getting people to react and laugh. It just sounds like it's got to be an incredible feeling. Even when it's, you're doing horrible, it's an incredible feeling. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not something you want to repeat, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's an incredible feeling. Something you'll never forget. Who are your, uh, like comedy inspirations? I mean, who do you, who, who did you grow up, uh, kind of mimicking or, um, following? I remember, I think it was my 12th or 13th birthday, and my mom didn't know any better. Um, I was having a sleepover, and she she let us rent some uh, some videos. And I Eddie rented Eddie Murphy Raw. Is that it? <laughs> I, rent, I rented Eddie Murphy Raw and Robin go. Williams Night at the Met. And <laughs> nice. uh, those are those are the two that basically I, I remember watching that, going, I want to do that. Right. Right now, guys like Christopher Titus and Louis C.K., Doug Stanhope, those, those are the guys I really like because they're just they're they're talking about their lives. They're talking. There's no filter. They just mm-hmm. Doug Stanhope has a huge cult following. He's he's kind of legendary. I I kind of feel like right now. Oh, he is. He's and very most, underground, not mainstream at all. But the people that are really into comedy, they're into him. Oh, he's he's amazing. He says it like it is. Sometimes it's not what you want to hear. He's what they, you know, what they call comics comic. He's he's just amazing. I I just just saw him in Peoria uh, last the, summer at the jukebox. Yeah, at the cool. ju- jukebox comedy club. Great club. Um, I've been there. I, I saw Tammy Pescatelli there. She's a funny. She's a fun, funny girl. Very, yeah. very very funny lady. Very nice lady. She's like somewhat related to Kurt John. So we, okay. we went down and our, our tickets were comped and then we got to go out to, we went to eat, I don't know, we went to like Perkins with Kurt's aunt and Tammy. It was kind of, <laughs> it was, it was kind of weird because I didn't That's know cool. her and I, I don't think Kurt knows her, but it was, it was kind of a neat thing had kind of being able to talk to her and she was, she was spectacular and she, she lit the room up. It was a great time and she was so critical of herself after the show. She's, she was asking us all kinds of questions about how she did, you know, did, we did all I come are. off it, as bitchy? What's that? <laughs> We all are, whether you're at an open mic level starting out or if you're in the big time. I mean, we're the, the most overly critical, sensitive group of people I think you'll ever meet. <laughs> it was very self-absorbed, very right. self-absorbed. Well, she was on the last comic standing. I think she she made it fairly far along, maybe the first season or second season of that show. Mm-hmm. And she was hypercritical like, of her own performance. And like we didn't see any fault at all she had a couple interactions with the, the audience and i think that's what she she was she was worried or something that she might have come off as bitchy or something i was like oh that's good that's yeah, how you should the, be as soon as you get off as soon as you get off stage the first thing you're thinking is okay i forgot this joke i i said this word instead of this word i think i take you know it's you've got so much going through your mind and and everybody else nobody notices the things that you're hard on yourself everybody else just hears the joke but 
I know that I said it wrong or I know I should have said this, but said this. And right. it, it, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's a horrible, horrible time at, at all at the same time, if that makes any sense. <laughs> because we're so so wrapped up in thinking about what we're going to say next and there's 10 different things going on in our heads it's almost you, you can't really enjoy the moment until it's over do you, uh, i don't know if i could do that oh boy yeah it would be tough That's, are do you have beers in you when you go on stage i i used to i used to have to have a few to get up there i kind of looked at it like when i play pool or play darts you know i've got to find that that happy medium the right there yeah right sweet and, spot <laughs> yeah and that's just calming the nerves a little bit i don't need it now i'll bring one or two up on stage with me just because of the persona that i put out at times sure with, depending on the set that i'm doing it just it's more of a prop than anything sometimes now that the tour you were you, you mentioned it before um so what exactly do you do is it you how many guys do you have as part of that tour uh, I just I pull from all the comedy scenes. I, I've got I've got a half a dozen guy go to guys that I know will kill. They're good friends of mine, and I can put them in, in any show, any venue, any town, and they'll do great. But I, I pull comics from Chicago, Quad Cities, Peoria, uh, Wisconsin, St. Louis, pretty much anywhere. And I just kind of whenever I, whenever I book a venue or a show, I try to fit the comic to the room or to the town. I want the people to know they're going to have a good time. Yeah. That was one thing I was going to ask you. I think I put it here on the doc that when you go, I mean, I'm assuming you travel all across the area. I mean, you, you said before you go to Peoria, you go up to Chicago, and do you tune your jokes specifically to each place you go? Uh, sometimes. Uh, sometimes you have to. I mean, it, I can't go up and talk about uh, drinking and partying and, you know, if, if I'm doing a fundraiser for a jerk, church group, you know. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, but I can't go up and do family jokes if I'm doing a fraternity show. You know, if I'm talking sure. about my wife and kids, I'm not really going to connect with them. There's times where I'll, I'll start with, like, just for example, with a, I, I did a fraternity show in Bloomington last year. I started out with the drinking, partying, woohoo type stuff, and then slowly mixed in family stuff once I had them. But it was just the stuff that I thought was relevant that they would understand. You know, maybe they could put themselves in that situation. But you've got to kind of craft it to the room you're in. What fraternity? I'm just curious. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't have a clue. (laughs) Was it was it among the like all the other fraternities like in a a whole like court? I was just curious because I lived right by there when I was in college. No, it <laughs> was. A lot of those guys are jerks. <laughs> no, it was, this was actually more of a business fraternity. Oh, okay. Um, it was. They were actually serious students. The mo- majority of the room was was half in the bag. Um, it was Saturday night, so it was a fun show. Cool. But uh, it uh, it wasn't like Animal House or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Which I I don't even think I would even take a job in an Animal House situation. I've been in those bars, and they're not the, not the place for comedy. <laughs> so the the tour, and I'm sorry, what what's the tour called again? Oh, uh, the Rural Rock Comedy Show. Okay, and so do you, is there more than one show, or I mean, is it um, like, is I, just one big show? Because I remember no, I, you were doing one in the Valley last year. Yeah, I've I've done them. I, I'm trying to think. I, I did two at uh, Uncle Stewie's Roadhouse in Spring Valley. Right. I did one last year. I believe it was at the Spring Valley Boat Club. 
uh, that was with a, a, a group of comics that uh, we kind of stick around, stick together. The Delinquents of Comedy. There's six of us. I, I try to move the venues around. The first three that I did in this area were at Dick's in Lad. Yeah. Um, okay. And he had the upstairs room, and it, the original concept of the show was. I had so many friends that hadn't seen me performed. I was like, well, I'll just throw together a show here. And I invited some comedian friends and we'll just put something on. And that's the perfect room upstairs. It seats 75 tight. There's no way I'll fill it. And I, uh, I was like, well, I'll just sell the tickets at like 10 bucks so I can pay the comedians. And those sold out in like two days. So I added a second show. Like I did an eight o'clock and a 10 o'clock show. And I think both shows sold out in just over a week. It's so like, well, I nice. might be on to something. So I did two more there, and I changed the comedians up. And uh, I, I try to move it around to keep it interesting. You get different groups of people, different vibes, different rooms. It just keeps it more exciting, to, and it doesn't get old. It doesn't get old for the, the people that, that go to those bars or, or the restaurant or the, the club. And you just kind of move it around. And it, look, it also gives them something to look forward to, like, oh, he was here six months ago. You know, they're back. Instead of it being at one place all the time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, we're we'll be there. We we got to get to one this this tour, Clayton. We've got to go. Yeah, I think so. so we got to heckle him. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be that guy in the front who's like making noises the whole time. Sure. Oh, I, I just want to be the obnoxious laugh guy. The obnoxious <laughs> laugh guy is always fun. Yeah. The one just a distinguished <laughs> laugh. So if it were ever to make it on the web, I can be like, yeah, that's you hear that real annoying guy laughing. That's me. That's There's me. A, the, the room is usually full of really annoying guys. Uh, yeah. It's not so much the laughs, but yeah, you never know. <laughs> so you've got a podcast, too, uh, which we're... unfortunately is on break, can we say? Break, hiatus, however you want to, whatever term you want to use. Um, it's three the hard way. And I have, again, I tell you this before the show, I, I apologize because prior to us getting this thing going, I, I honestly thought you were from the Chicagoland area. I hadn't put two and two together. And that was partially because of the, the bio thing on the podcast. Uh, so I got to get this podcast on our website. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The w- When we put everything together, well, me being from the Illinois Valley, my friend John is from Asheville, North Carolina. And my friend Mike is from Cape Coral, Florida. And it's just a lot easier to explain people that, oh, he's from the Chicago land area than to explain right. where Setonville is. So, sure. <laughs> and so then, I, most of this, most of the stand up that I started out doing, and I, I consider myself a Chicago comic at heart. So it just, I don't know. It just, it just, it's easier to say Chicago land. Versus the radio, cool. you know, they called called me uh, Mr. Seatonville for a while, which I hated, and I think he does it now, <laughs> just, just just to grind my gears a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to ask that. Why why did they call you Mr. Seatonville? Is this because you're the biggest best thing to ever come out of there, or what? <laughs> that depends on who you ask. I, I don't think <laughs> ask the kids who threw the rock at my car. I don't think so much. <laughs> they, um, I don't think they noticed who you were. <laughs> <laughs> you're a moving target true true i don't know i mean i if i remember correctly it's been a while but uh i don't think i would throw rocks at you no i think you could probably you know kick some butt pretty no not, not i'm not trying to be offensive but you look like a guy who could handle yourself pretty easily I, I'm, <laughs> i've got some size too i'm i'm six one i'm 260 
but I'm 37 years old. I'm not fighting anybody unless you've got a sandwich. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned uh, before you you were a um, wrestling coach too. Well, yeah, back in the day when Hall actually ha- Hall High School actually had a wrestling team. Yeah. Um, not so, not so much anymore. But yeah, I was there for about four years. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a good program. I hated to see it go. All right. Well, I've got to ask you too one more thing here before we kind of like move on to some local topics. Um, how did you land the uh, Walls gig? That's pretty sweet. You you like is that like a weekly thing where you call in and get to the big time rants from a small town guy? Yeah. How'd that all happen? I had actually I had actually started doing that. Before, I think I'd only done a handful of open mics and I've known the more, their morning guy, uh, Chad, dog, or wh- whatever you want to call him. I've known him for years. Part of and dog and fox in the morning. Used to be dog and fox. Now, now it's the morning. Now fox is gone. Now it's just morning dog house. And, okay. uh, the Chad's co-partner Danica is very funny. Very, very funny gal. And, uh, I don't know. Chad just kind of said, hey, do you think you'd, you'd want to do something like this once a week? And I said, yeah, sure. Why not? And we've been doing it almost every week for three years now. Uh, the only time we don't do it is I either I'm either on the road and can't do it or I sleep through my alarm. One of the <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> it's every Friday at 750 and we have fun with it. Sweet. All right. Well, I guess you guys ready to hit up on some <laughs> and you coming to be on the show. I've got a <laughs> what? What's that, John? I've got some things going on here in the background at my at my in my studio. <laughs> What's the? It's that's two shows in a row. My wife's trying to get on the show. She's trying to wake you up. Or, I, I, I don't mean, know. Not wake you up, but distract you. Maybe that, or she's feeling frisky. I don't know. <clears throat> well, if you need to take a break, John, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving on. You'll notice my voice will go up. Moving on. Moving on. All right. Uh, okay um all right well chad that was awesome and uh yeah sorry too that was a good breakup my wife just yeah she that was a good transition now she'll transition us into the show so don't it'll f- end our interview portion <laughs> of the show that was fun i don't feel bad like i told you earlier the only time anybody in this house wants to talk to me is when i'm in this office that's the only time <laughs> need the red light above the door mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we've got a few topics here. I was going to mention really quick. Uh, we mentioned it on the last show, but we will not be at the Burgoo. We're sad to say it. It just didn't work out. Yep. I don't know. Locally, I, I hit up. I uh, got to see some Dreamwave action this weekend uh, on the 24th of August. That was cool. Was in, they did. They had like two free shows, one in Tonica and one in Utica. So that was pretty cool. Got to see, just a neat setup. They actually literally had it right downtown. Like the one I went to was downtown Utica, and uh, right outside Skoog's. So it was in between the buildings, so that was kind of cool with the sound. Uh, everything was bouncing off the buildings. And I saw some uh, of the pictures on Facebook. That look, I've I've yet to go to one of the shows, and I need to. They look like they'd be a lot of fun. They are. They put on a really good time, a good show. It's a it's a fun time. I actually ran into Jay up there, and he says hello to the Ivy Pod world, and uh, also Jay, our sponsor from Music Machine. So it's cool. My kids went nuts because in the main event, Christian Rose, who's he had a pretty good match, and he literally used a porta potty as a weapon. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter and was wondering what that entailed. Uh, well, there was a point in the match where they fell out of the ring and started fighting in the crowd, and were using elements of the downtown Utica area to fight. Like they ran into like a street sign, and I think one guy got stuffed in a garbage can, and then. <laughs> 
And then, yeah, he uh, he brought him over to the, the dude's, uh, the other guy, Reed. He threw him in the porta potty. I can't remember. I couldn't see exactly, but it looked like he smashed his head with the door nice. of the porta potty. Did, you know, did he flip it over on them, or did, no, did they just luckily. reserve that for Peru police officers? Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Luckily, it was not, there was no, it was kept sanitary. That, that goes all the way back to probably one of our first uh, podcasts, right, John? Yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago. When we brought up the uh, Peru policeman getting dumped in the uh, Porta John. Yeah, that was at the, wasn't that at the fireworks? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was oh, uh, boy. the ex mall cop. I believe we don't need to name names. I'm sure he's embarrassed <laughs> enough from that. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, that's an ultimate prank. There, it's it's borders on not funny. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> I right? did. It's funny. You feel bad for the guy. I mean, he had to get shots and get all right. kinds of stuff, but it's still pretty funny. <laughs> right, right. That's what I mean. It's it's borderline. So that's how you know it's it's probably pretty good. <laughs> Right. Well, that's, I had to mention that just because I had never seen anything like that before. So it was it was definitely podcast worthy. These were free shows too, right? <laughs> they sure were. Part of the Utica Fest and Tonica Fest. Right, right. Good time. And that Utica Fest, that's something they just brought back. Yeah, it's a taste of Utica. Taste of, taste of Utica, yeah. Yeah. I didn't taste anything. I, had, I did have a beer. Did you? But, uh, I bet it tasted yeah. good. It did taste good. So Good. Good stuff. Okay. All right. Shall we move along? Yeah. What else All do we right, have got on a, our uh, deck, John? Well, we got a few things to knock through. Uh, let's just take it from the top. We, we're going to hit on some of the local uh, news things that are going on. And the top one here is speed limit change. We now get to go 70 miles per hour in the state of Illinois, so that's fun. Right. Yeah, like nobody's been doing that. <laughs> right. <clears throat> What's that general exactly. rule, right? 75? I mean, you're good if you're going, as long as you're not going any faster than 75, you're probably not going to get pulled over. Is that fair i don't know i see i've i've always kind of thought like right around eight and a half to nine miles per hour right. so i'm not actually going 10 miles per hour over the speed limit is it isn't 72 the pretty the standard for everybody I, when they're driving when it's 65 yeah exactly i just it just kind of feels it's just a good speed and so that's why i wonder does this mean that it's going to jump to what would that be 77 yeah i, I don't think i'd push it i don't think i'd push it when it first going out <laughs> No, I wouldn't either. I mean, I don't. I was kind of wondering that when this happens, I was wondering, does this mean that people are going to actually up their speed even more, or this is just kind of nothing's really going to change? They're just acknowledging the speed that people actually go at. I yeah, I, I'd hope so. Um, I, I I don't know if this includes the uh, semi traffic because that recently, I don't know, was it three or four years ago, where those were bumped up to sixty five. It's going to be just in rural areas, but. I don't know. I I don't. I think they they the way they police the interstate at least around here is pretty good in terms of speeding. It just maybe give you a little more comfort when you are going seventy five. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just don't have to worry as much. But you're probably right. Traffic will automatically go up to seventy seven or seventy eight, which I, is I, good. I think the general rule of thumb is as long as you're going with the flow of traffic and you're not driving crazy, they're not right. going to mess with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Slow down in construction zones and yeah. Or get over um, for you know when they got someone pulled over or whatever in Scott's Law, and you'll be fine. But that's a good. Nope. I mean, that's a long time coming. Cars are a lot safer than they used to be with the restraints and airbags and all the recognition stuff. I mean, cars can break on their own now. So I mean, which is it, good for the people inside the car, but the people outside your car, working along the road or whatever, that's always a good law to just pull over. Right. I just want a, a car that can drive itself, though. I'm still waiting for that to happen. It's coming, man. 
if I just know. just do what I did and get a DUI, and my wife drives me everywhere. <laughs> oh well, that's another. That's an alternative. It's expensive, but I didn't want to outwardly ask you if you got a DUI, but I pretty much assumed you did based on like the bits that I watched on YouTube. And yeah, yeah, just, not not the not the proudest moment in my life, but I can't, uh, I can't imagine it would be. Yeah, you you learn from your mistakes, and I got a good. 15 minutes of material out of it so hey it's worth yeah, every penny i go. guess was it true that the the police officer that that pulled you over was really really asked you straight up like you know what you were doing that you're a comedian you're like he seemed to be hamming it up with you and then proceeded oh, well to, once i was in the police station he did yeah he chatting me up looking at saw my business card oh and all of a sudden oh you're a comedian oh you ever been on tv how long you been doing like like we were best friends <laughs> like <laughs> not trying to do my bit, but this is was dead serious. I'm, I'm, I looked at him. I'm like, you're going to write me tickets that are going to cost me thousands of dollars and ruin my life, and you want to chit chat, right? And then my <laughs> response after that wasn't exactly family friendly, right? Oh, sure. Were you? I mean, were you? I mean, like pretty hammered, or I was already cuffed to the bench, so I don't think what I said would have mattered much anyway. Right. right. It wasn't so. a situation where you were like borderline and. No, uh, no, I was, I was borderline. I, I, I blew just over, but the, the tickets were already printed up. So sure. oh, I was not happy. I was not happy, happy about it. I mean, I, I'm not making excuses. I, I was legally drunk. Do not drink and drive. It's right. not worth it. But, uh, at the moment, I was not happy. I can't imagine oh. you would be at it. That's a scary situation to be in, and you kind of have a lot going through your mind at that point. And and when when they're being so casual about it, you're like, you got to be kidding me here. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I was I had a show in Bloomington. It was two o'clock in the morning. The only one on the road. Should have known better, you know. And when I got off the interstate, I just happened to be right behind or right in front of a state trooper who I was going towards towards McDonald's, and he was also going towards McDonald's to meet other troopers for breakfast just dumb luck and i should have known better than i only had a couple beers but that's all it takes oh yeah right especially in this that's... area if you're out at two o'clock in the morning they're looking for that right oh, oh sure. absolutely so. i i'm not i don't i'm not that i approve of drinking and driving but like if you if you even if you're borderline or whatever if it's just about any night during the week but um between say 10 30 or 11 and three or four you better not be drunk because eventually if you do it enough times it'll it'll come around and you'll get nailed i've been i've been doing stand-up three and a half years and i have been pulled over probably 10 times and it's all because i'm driving through a small town at one o'clock in the morning and nobody else is out right so they just assume oh this guy's out drinking and that night i happen to be i'm not (laughs) i'm not gonna out the town that did this but i actually did a Christmas party for a Lions Club, and I was drinking Coke the night because I knew I had to uh, drive home. But uh, at, as part of the the jokes that I was doing, I, I had mentioned that I was drinking uh, rum and Coke or Jack and Coke or something like that, and made a couple jokes about you know drinking. About ten minutes after I left the show, I was pulled over by the chief of police who was at that show. Oh, jeez. No joke. <laughs> wow. Didn't get a you ticket. You should out that go, town. Yeah, he, he was like, oh, I'll get him. <laughs> okay, what town was that? You have to out them. Uh, I can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't. okay. I can't. Fine. 
All right. It's one of those. It's one of those towns that only has one cop, so it's going to be really obvious who the guy was, and I don't want to make him feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. We. You could put it together. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> you do some investigation. Uh, there's. I, I'll, I'll. I'll tell you who. Um. One of the comedians that was at the show was a good friend of mine, Matt Drufke, who has just. He just cut an album. Do the kids still call them albums or the, a CD? He, he just cut his first CD, and one of the opening things he said on the he told that story because he was at that show. So go buy Matt's CD, and you'll find out what town it, it happened. Ah, okay, all right, good plug. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know if kids would know what CDs, albums, or anything because now it's just like it seems like you just buy the singles. Yeah, it's like download. one track thing with the iTunes and all that stuff anymore. My kids make fun of me because I collect blues albums, and I've got these giant albums and a record player in my dining room, and they've got ten thousand songs on their iPods, and I've got yeah, I've got enough albums to take up probably a, a ten foot area, and I don't even have half the music they do on their on their iPod. You get that nice sound though. You can't replicate that sound True. from an album on an yeah. iPod. Maybe well they probably can. And it's just fun to that's all, the yeah. album art and everything else. Yeah. Records are fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't know if we need to talk any more about this one. <laughs> yeah. That we... went somewhere I did not expect it to go, to be honest yeah, with me you. Me so either. Was, I didn't it, see that on the list of questions. Yeah, see, we go deep on this show. Yeah, we're, it's like a regular Marin podcast up in here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we gotcha. <laughs> Tell me about your uh, father. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Daddy didn't hug me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I guess the governor had been signing all sorts of stuff, but that was really the only one that was recent. Should we move on to the next one, or you guys want to? I think we can move on. I'm all right with that, John. Move on yeah. to the guy getting shot in the face? Yes. Okay, topic number two. Man gets shot in the face. This was a big deal. Yeah, it was. It was in... Uh... It was just north of Streeter on the Sandy Ford Bridge, I believe. Okay. Yeah, so the story is... That, Someone from Lawson? Uh, I don't know where the guy who got shot is from. I know the guy who shot him... I thought I think he's up from the city somewhere. Right, oh, let me see yeah, here. I read the article. It was from Chicago, it said. Yeah, Chicago in here. Tried to murder a Grand Ridge man. Oh, okay. Where's Grand Ridge? That's between Ottawa and Streeter. Okay. 23. So, yeah, I guess what happened was he, they were out on this bridge, um, Sandy Ford Bridge, which sounds like it's pretty tall. I mean, it sounds like it's at least 40 feet drop down to the water, and he shot him in the face. Guy fell off 40 feet down into the river and then crawled out and crawled to a nearby farmhouse and got help it's amazing so oh the fact that he survived mm-hmm. for one thing well, you'd think a guy that from the city with the highest murder rate would be a little bit better at murdering people mm-hmm. yes yes i would think so especially shooting somebody in the face that's just out. was it a shotgun or something it doesn't say and that's that's how does that work just this whole story just kind of is intrigues me i just would love to know the backstory of how this all happened was it like a steve buscemi flesh wound from like uh, fargo didn't he get shot in the face oh did he (laughs) i think he did see when i hear of a guy i think i put in the dock when i hear a guy getting shot in the face and surviving i always think of fight club at the end okay but uh but yeah no i don't know i marvin didn't make it in pulp fiction 
shot Marvin no, in the face. No, Marvin didn't make it. <laughs> but I, that's what I always think of when I hear that. He got shot in the face. I did hear that there was a possible link. The person who was shot in the face actually robbed – there was a, a robbery in Ottawa here where they tied the woman up in her home and then robbed her. And then somehow she made it to the phone and called police. But I believe the guy that got shot was the one that robbed the older – it was like a senior citizen in her home. They broke in, tied her up, and robbed her. And I believe that – Okay, so these tied. are all shady be- people here right. we're talking yeah, about. Right, yeah, yeah. Shady people shooting shady people. Okay. So, Grandma had a nephew somewhere she made a phone call to, and it all worked out. Yeah. yeah. yeah she, Sounds like she, I got I something I need so. you to take care of. <laughs> <clears throat> something. And, and it could either – I'm pretty sure it was the guy who got shot was the one who did the robbery. I, I could have that wrong, though. I just um, wonder how this worked. I mean, it almost sounds like something out of The Sopranos where, you know, these two guys take go go for a ride, you know, and they just take a stop on this bridge. And the buildup, how this all happened, it's just so weird. Weird and wacky. And now we probably won't get any of the backstory, but still. Right. Well, it's just like um in Peru. I don't know. This is going back three months ago. The guy shot himself in the leg, and that nothing ever came of that. Remember that? Yeah. Has, kind of, well, I think right. the embarrassment is good enough. Well, why you? What was like two o'clock in the morning, and he's riding around uh, with a loaded gun in his car. You know, I, I'd like to kind of know what happened. Shot himself, <laughs> and then drove himself to the hospital. I'd want to know what whether he was trying to jack someone for drugs or money or something or was he just showing off and had an accident or wasn't there a wasn't there a football player who did that shot himself in the foot um shot himself in the leg uh, that was uh from the steelers uh what's his oh, name what's that uh plastic uh, yes yeah. yeah i think it was so yeah he... well, well that's nice that the the nfl players are at least just shooting themselves now instead of other people <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's right well, it's just alleged, the most recent murders that, that have happened. You know, those are just alleged. Yeah, it's a, it's a messed up story. Um, I don't know if we'll hear anything else about it, but apparently uh, Mr. Felton is being charged with attempted murder and aggravated battery. So uh, we won't be seeing him for a while. Sure. Yeah, he's done. Write him up. He's done. It's over. Yeah, I, I, I find that, whole, that the whole circumstance on a bridge in the middle of the night, very, very movie-ish. Yeah, they have an altercation. They park on a bridge. <laughs> falls off the bridge. I don't know. Maybe it's made it up. Does. It does. It does sound like something out of the movie. Does, I don't know. It very it's weird. much does. Yeah, what else do we got, John? Okay, well, we don't have a lot more. I guess we can jump down to the one about the WLPO post. Now, this is kind of something that just popped up uh, today. We're, we're recording on the 25th of August, and Clayton, you retweeted about i guess this was yesterday that am 1220 wlpo tweeted something about ottawa peru illinois is number 59 apparently there's a list of smart areas or smart towns in the u.s and somehow ottawa peru made number 59 and then you retweeted that and then quickly well then the brian ketter at brian ketter uh, fan of the show he he jumped on this too and in in this mix of uh, back and forth you you posted uh, we also made this list Forbes names area one of the least educated which was perfect. Um, I just think this is all such a joke. I mean, a couple months ago we're the least educated. Now we're considered the smartest. Well, what the heck? It was this could have been in 2009. I want to say so. I mean, it's been a few years. Maybe we've had a time you know time to buff up and get a little smarter. It took some John. extra classes. Right. I guess summer school, baby. Hey, you know what? <laughs> 
back in 2009, that's about when we started this podcast, Clayton. Right. I think it's about the time when we first started it. We did a brain drain hmm. episode, if I remember right. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. You guys have helped the community. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to, I don't know, I'm gonna pat myself on the back, but I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, I the story that I, I, I linked was uh, from February 9th, 2009. Yeah, and it shows it is uh, Forbes names area one of the least educated in the country, and it, it's LaSalle Bureau and Putnam counties all bunched together. The other study, the smartest, uh, Luma, it's from Lumosity, smartest cities in America. That was the other article that said that we were 59th uh, most intelligent in the country. Lumosity is that brain training website where they do exercises for you. You know, you got to exercise your brain like you exercise your body. Have you seen those commercials, John? Mm-mm. No. <clears throat> you can go on their website for a free trial, and then if you want, you could subscribe, and they do a lot of uh, mental exercises that you can do on the Internet. And somehow they were able to do a, a study. They actually have – you can download a PDF that's about 40 pages long that shows their methodology and how they developed these metrics and calculations and to determine these things. So I, I don't know which one's more valid – the Lumosity one seems to provide a little more in the way of reference material. Uh, I don't know. It's I, all a big joke. Yeah, it is. Hey. The other the other guy probably dated somebody from LaSalle County and didn't like her, and this is his way of getting back at us. Yeah. I well, dated a girl one. from Ottawa, and I've hold, held it against that town for years. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I've lived here for about five years, and I still, I'm still not sure what I think about it. So. <laughs> I'm from Peru, so I, I it's weird. The uh, we've talked about this before too, John. Is the um, snobbish nature of some folks, like when they're from a specific area, a specific town, like they they identify as being from Princeton or Oglesby or wherever, and they get snooty when it comes to oh well, you know, yeah, that's what you get when you move to LaSalle. It's like oh really? Is it that much different than your you know being from Peru or Ottawa or wherever? And it's kind of that whole thing always cracked me up. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you better watch out driving through LaSalle. Pretty rough neighborhoods over there. <laughs> Be careful, guys. So, but. Well, guys, we're going to have to take a break here in a minute. Okay. Before we do, Chad, I know you had mentioned that you did a podcast about Superman. So I'm sure you have something to say about the new Batman who got named. Anything? Uh, ben Affleck? Uh, I think it would be wicked awesome. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I I like many. I'm a comic book geek. I kind of went off when I first heard the news, and I'd crack some jokes, which I actually, which I rarely do. I actually deleted them off my Facebook page because I was like, you know what? I was wrong. I after thinking about it, I I I'm and I'm gonna stand behind it. I think Affleck is the right choice. I think if you think about it, he's perfect for the role. He is. Is a Playboy guy. Um, he he is kind. Of, I mean, he's got that grizzled look, and he he wasn't that bad in Daredevil. The movie was yeah. horrible, right? But he didn't write it. He didn't direct it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, in him him the past five years, he is corn. I mean, he's just been knocking him out of the park directing and I th- acting. I think so. people hate Affleck because it's popular to hate Affleck. Yes. And people just, yeah, he, he, there's some of his early roles created kind of a stigma. People just like to hang on to that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I, even I on my, my radio bit, I went off and did, did the, the Batman jokes. But 
even I, I look back on it, I was like, oh, man, that was rough. He didn't deserve that. I mean, nobody <laughs> nobody ever deserves it, but I don't know. Yeah, I had to bring that up just because, uh, yeah, I know you had mentioned before when we talked that you were you did a Superman one. So I was like, oh, I got to see what he thinks about the new Batman. <laughs> no, maybe maybe we'll be lucky and they'll just take a hint from Geely and they'll just kill Batman in the first five minutes of the film. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I got to say, I, it still disappoints me that we're not going to get to see Christian Bale beat up on uh, – what the new guy, the new Superman guy, having a mind blank. What is the actor's name? Is the new uh, villain, Henry uh, Henry Carell, no. Cavell, something, yeah, something like that. What's the character for what? What 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 say is it? It's not Joker or whatever. No, no, Batman and Superman fight. Oh, that's what's gonna happen. So who's the Batman's gonna kick the crap out of Superman? Why? What's who's the villain? <laughs> Uh, well, uh, thanks to the Idiot uh, Gamer podcast, uh, other local podcast here in. Illinois Valley. They they filled me in on I can't remember how did this work. Somehow Superman is defending the Joker and Batman is going after him. Oh, okay. Trying to get the Joker and so Superman stands in his way. I think that's how it goes. Oh. Something like that. I either way, it's going to be cool. Okay. I'm looking forward me, to it. Me too. I pretty much all those movies, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to go. Right. <laughs> and, and if you're lucky, you get to go by yourself, right? Well, that's usually how it is, yeah. On a Wednesday <laughs> night. John's one of the only people I know that like loves going to the theater, just going to – I don't mind going by myself. It's not a social activity, right? <laughs> yeah. I usually get yelled at. If I go to – usually my son likes to go to the same movies I do. We're, we're, we both love the comic books and everything, so he, I'm usually taking him I, because I have the mentality of a 12-year-old. We're perfect to go to movies together. I actually did that with the, with my boys. They're pretty young, and so usually I can't bring them to stuff. But and I knew Superman was a little bit darker, but I was like, screw it, I really want to see this movie. So I took them. We went. <laughs> One of them actually fell asleep during it, but uh, I still enjoyed it. When when the when the last Superman movie came out, the the one that I can't remember what it was called, but the one that was horrible, yeah, where he got like shot in the eye in the bullet. Yeah, <laughs> that was um, so stupid. My son, I don't know how old he was five six at the time somewhere around there maybe younger when superman like you thought he died at the end he was in tears and i was really? like maybe this wasn't a good movie to bring him to <laughs> <laughs> whoops well yeah that that movie they had that big jesus moment where he like had to sacrifice himself and yeah that was uh they, that was a pretty little dramatic ending they did on that one mm-hmm. all in all that the, the best part of that movie was the first what 10 minutes with that the plane best part of the movie was crash. the credits. Yeah. <laughs> Is that one the of latest Superman? No, that's the second to last one. It's called uh, Superman Returns. Yeah, that was it. Not good. No. <laughs> I, I like I the new one, though. Did you like the new one, Chad? I, I enjoyed the new one. A lot of fanboys didn't. I thought it was great. I thought I would critique it and say I didn't like so much the angle with his uh, Kansas angle with his with his family there i liked everything on krypton but everything seemed like on earth i don't know the, the backstory on that just didn't work for me for some reason i don't know i i think it i think it was pretty effective the, the the way they used a lot of it just to show the type of person he was you know what i mean and just the the situations he was in that made him who he is sure so i mean there's so much backstory that it's it's hard to tell it all and and form a big picture of the character that he is because it's so so vast that 
that was the problem with Green Lantern. There's so much backstory. By the time they got through the backstory, the movie was half over, and they're like, well, we'll just throw <laughs> this yellow blob in, and then he'll win at the end. And that movie was horrible because of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. All right, Clayton, I'm sorry. We could go on and on about our <laughs> yeah. geeky stuff. We better yes. take our quick break. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll be right back. Any farther, we're going to do our second read for Eye Candy Graphics and Printing. Do your marketing materials seem a little bland? Are you feeling left behind with social media? Are you tired of playing games with your web designer? We recommend you check out Eye Candy Graphics and Web Design. Quality, affordability, customer service, convenience, dependability. At Eye Candy, they are passionate about their work, versatile styles, Range from classic and professional to simple and elegant to fresh and alternative. Whether bleh, Whatever style you are looking for, they will listen to you and deliver. They can create memorable brands that deliver impact. With their help, your customers will see professional, consistent, and attractive design throughout your website, advertising, marketing materials, business cards, social media, data sheets, and wherever else your name appears. iCandy Graphics and Web Design www.icandy-graphics.com Also, info at icandy-graphics.com Shoot them an email, check out their site. But hey, by the way, if you go to their site, go to our site first. Go to ivypod.com, then go to their site. That makes us look good. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we thank iCandy for their support of the IV Alternative Podcast. Okay, now we've got to bust through. We've got a we've got a lot of stuff to motor through here, guys. So um, let's begin. Uh, I I just threw in this app really quick. I couldn't think of anything uh, for apps this week. I put in Plants and Aliens too. I don't know if you guys have played that. It's on pretty sure all platforms. I think they've even got it on consoles. It's a what do you call it? It's a tower defense game. Uh, it's it was a hit game, and they've got the second one out. I haven't actually played it myself, although 
my boys seem to like it, so I'm going to have to try it out. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I, I don't have an app this week, but I, I have heard of this one, and it sounds like it's worth some time. I've, uh, it, I, I, I didn't know you guys were, uh, I know you guys do apps. I didn't even think about one, but I actually have one if I could throw one out there. Yes, yeah. please do. Um, I, I recently, just the last few days ago, I lost an uncle to cancer. And, um, there's an app out there called Caring Bridge. And it's, it's a great app. It's a nonprofit site that kind of brings family and friends together during, when you have a health event. Um, you can provide updates, share and receive uh, support. It's a, it's a great way to keep in contact with family and friends when they can't be there. It's like Facebook, but with only the people you actually care about. Sure. So okay. it's, it's a, it's a great site. Well, thanks for the tip and sorry for your loss. Yeah. Jeez. It happened. It, it, he, he went quick. He didn't suffer. It was good. Oh, okay. Well, now I feel like an a-hole. Here I am talking about <laughs> plants and aliens. Check or, them not out. Not plants and aliens. Is that even what it's called? Plants for aliens? Plants for zombies. I called it the wrong thing here. It's plants for zombies. Yeah, so I'm talking about this, and you're talking about caring Ridge. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go cry now. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Moving on, I guess, right? So we don't really, Moving that's on. it for apps. Now that I brought the show to a screeching halt. Yeah. Screeching <laughs> halt. Let's just end it now. I'm tired. It's yeah. sad. All right, podcast. You guys got anything? Well, you, you, you put some good to? ones on here. How about you, Chad? Okay. You got anything? Uh, one of my favorite, well, besides mine, which is on hiatus, three, uh, three of the hard way, two of my favorites I listen to all the time uh, is 10-Minute Podcast. With uh, Will Sasso and Brian Callen, for, they they used to be on Mad TV, yeah. and Chris D'Elia, who was on that show, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Three friends in real life. The premise of the podcast is too many podcasts are like two hours of one guy blabbering into a microphone, so they keep every episode to ten minutes. And nice. most of them is uh, most episodes are just them arguing and cracking jokes and being themselves, and it's a lot of fun to listen to. Right. Oh, and they uh, have to talk over each other to get on. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Right. And that's what's kind of makes it sort of entertaining. Exactly. It's three. It's three real life friends uh, who happen to be comedians, and it's a it's a lot of fun. And they they do characters and they do different things, but it's definitely worth checking out. Heck, it's ten minutes. What are you going to lose? Yeah. Right. Cool. I'll check that out. Well, and it my, certainly beats a, a two-hour one where you might be in it for two hours and be like, I don't know why I hung with that one that long. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some of the early Three of the Hard Way episodes are like that when we were just getting our feet wet. To, you know, we hit that two-hour mark. I'm like, dude, we got to cut this. It's way yeah, right. too long. <laughs> uh, I had one. Uh, th- this one was recommended to me. It's 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 uh, the Smodcast, Kevin Smith. Love it. Uh, and he has a, a man by the name of David Cho on. Um, he's a kind of an entrepreneurial type man who came. He's I think he's Filipino. He got rich uh, from doing artwork and, and basically traded work for stock from Facebook and got rich from that. Um, gambler, kind of an all around, uh, lots of different like good stories, a, a lot of interesting stories from his life and whatnot. It's a two-part episode from the Smodcast. Uh, they're both about an hour and a half each. Uh, episodes 263 and 264. Cho Nuff and Yo Cho are the name of the episode. So uh, he was also Ooh. on the Joe Rogan Experience too. So he's he's uh, been around a little bit. So he's, he's kind of I'm not sure what what the draw was to have him on or if he was promoting something, but good stuff. 
Kevin Smith's whole uh, Smodcast network is great. He's got some really good podcasts. Like mm-hmm. uh, Hollywood Babylon is is one of my favorites. I love that mm-hmm. one too. With him and uh, Ralph Garman, that's mm-hmm. a great one. Chad, was there another one you were going to mention? Uh, my or was that uh, my buddy Mike Van Cleve, one of uh, one of the other guys on Through the Hard Way, has got a a really good podcast. And I hate that he's doing so much better than we were. Uh, <laughs> called Sound of Life. Uh, it's him. He's thirty seven. His twelve year old daughter Dre. And his 18-year-old daughter or niece, Hope, and it's a it's basically a music podcast where all three of them come in every episode with usually two songs, and it's they'll review them, they'll play them. You'll you'll hear the song on the podcast. All three of them will discuss it, and every episode you'll get you'll get different viewpoints of different generations uh, talking about different types of music, and it's really interesting. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm not a big, I mean, I like music. I listen to pretty much everything, but I'm not like a really big music lover where I know everything about the artists and the history right. of the bands and they'll get into that stuff and I, I love it. It's it's a great, great podcast. What it's was the name of it? Sound of Life. Okay, yep, that's what I was just going to ask. Great nice. podcast. Excellent. The only ones I had to add, uh, I, I swear I feel stupid saying it because we talk about uh, WTF Mark Marin practically uh, every week, but Simon Pegg on that show, uh, I don't remember, it was like a couple shows ago, was really good just because Simon Pegg's, he's, your, he's a geek's geek. I mean, he is a, he's just a cool guy, big Star Wars nerd and just all things geeky. And so a very interesting discussion uh, that they had. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. And then uh, I think I've talked about this show before, but uh, Frame Rate is a show with uh, Tom Merritt, who uh, that's from the Tech News Today, and then also uh, Brian Brushwood. They do a show, and uh, I love this show because one of the prevailing themes on that show is uh, cord cutting, um, getting which cord cutting is basically cutting the cord on your cable and phone lines and just going to an all internet-based TVs, you know, using like Hulu and netflix and different stuff like that so they're always talking about stuff like that and i've been trying to figure out the day where i can do that so i i like hearing about that techie kind of stuff so yeah that's uh i would i would love to do stuff like that but living out in the sticks oh yeah it's it's tough tough. our our options are limited yeah that's tough dish hey they got internet now that's a possibility and if you sign up today and you tell them that I sent you, I get 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had, I had that internet, that wild blue or whatever it is through them, and it uh, it was horrible. We got rid of it yeah. after about two weeks. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Shall we uh, do our favorite segment of the week? Yes. Uh, Tweets of the week. <laughs> do you want me to kick things off, John? Sure. All right. Go I, for it. I got one from uh, Dana Vici uh, at Dana Disc Golf. This is from August 16th. I can almost hear the wicked ass, uh, some New England accents, uh, wicked, or I, I, I'm not doing you read, you wrote, you read that wrong. You got to say, uh, wicked awesome or no, wicked no, that's awesome. Not it. No. Uh, awesome. Uh, no. Awesome. How do you say awesome and with a, a New England accent? I don't know, but, uh, we need Chad. Come on. Uh, I'm lucky. I can, I can, uh, just speak regular English without dumbing it down to a, yeah. Do a New England accent. <laughs> he, he looked like Dana was out there playing in a disc golf tournament, so that's how this one came about. Sound like he was struggling a little bit there. Oh yeah, from his Twitter feed. So hopefully he's turned things around. 
Well, well we uh, wish him luck. He's our, yes. our, our, our best disc golfer to be on the podcast. That's right. All right, I'll take the next one. Some I don't know who this guy is. At Chad Ario. Hack. Every, t- <laughs> every time that I fail to make Ivy Podcast or at Ivy Podcast's tweet of the week, I softly sob and cut myself while listening to Boys Don't Cry by The Cure. Aww. Yeah, I, I had to Google that, uh, the title of the song, because I, I, <laughs> I don't listen to The Cure, but I, I, I knew that was something that would make sense. I don't know. I thought yes. it was funny. <laughs> it was it was funny. It's perfect. Try See, I do research. Back. Yeah. Well, I think that tweet pretty much landed you on the show. I got to do that yeah, more right. often. I got to see if I can start tweeting Marin or what or something. Yeah. <laughs> get get yeah get on Marin's podcast and yeah just just tell him like uh, he doesn't do tweets of the week though. You got to get him to do that first. Yeah, that's an that's an Ivy Pod exclusive. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'll I'll take the next one, John. This one's from at uh, Strata J or John Spellich, our very own. Oh, who's that guy? Yeah, I don't know. At uh, Strata J, uh, this is August seventeenth. Uh, basically like a week ago, last weekend, I am currently taking a mule ride through Spring Valley. You can't make this stuff up. Uh, you can't make stuff like this up. Uh, and you showed a picture of you riding a mule carriage yes. basically down. Now, normally we don't put our own tweets on this list, but I was nominated by Kev, Kevin LaFollette. So thanks, Kev, for the nomination. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, was doing it. It was... Well, you, like they say, surreal event. You'd be riding a, down you'd the street. You'd think a mule ride wouldn't be that out of the ordinary since the valley is full of jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I can say that I went to school there, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we went to the Tasty Freeze and everything. It was crazy. <laughs> did you go through the drive through Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly did. It was awesome. Uh Nice. Well, Chad, you want to take the next one? Uh, I didn't see what the on the list there. We're up on Kelly. I, I guess I got to open that up. See, this is how uh, horribly prepared oh. I was there. Okay. He's just chilling. Kelly, there, there wait, we go. Yeah. You, you, you get that loaded sitting, up. There we go. I got it. I was just sitting back and chilling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, marking November 15th on my calendar as the day of amazing, awesome things and games and PS4. I have to agree with her. Yes, I this is from at Lady Croft underscore three. She's a frequent uh, guest on some of the local nerdy gaming geeky podcasts. So, are you going to be I picking up the PS4? Is that what we're kind of getting at here? The I'm I'm about ready to pre-order it. I cannot wait. Yeah, my PS my PS3 got the yellow light of death and froze up. So I went out no. and I I bought a cheap one just to get by. And the plan was to trade them both in because you can still get a few bucks for them. And uh, because the old one had a game stuck in it, my son thought he was doing the right thing. And he'd like got my screwdrivers out and drill and like dismantled the entire thing to get his NHL 2010 game that's worth like 10 bucks out <laughs> of the PlayStation. I could have gotten 100 or 150 dollars for that. It's just a pile of junk, not worth anything now. So, thanks. Ouch. Oh, man. Well, I, I appreciate his... Uh, I couldn't be mad at him because, you know, he was he thought he was doing He's something trying good, help. trying to help, and he right, did yeah. it. He didn't break anything. He took it apart, but he can't put it back together. I can't oh. put it back together. Oh, man. That's too bad. Yeah, well, PS4, yeah, I'm I'm with you, though. That's I think, I think everybody on this uh, 
podcast, we're all Sony guys pretty much yeah. for the Yeah. I, I don't PS4, think I'll be jumping PS3. on the PS4 bandwagon right away, but I will. I'm going to be – you're going to buy one, right, John? So I'll come over to your house. Eventually. I don't know if I'm going to get one unless I can save up enough and buy two and then sell one because they. I have a feeling it's going to be a hot commodity be this like Christmas that? season. I, I don't know. I think – yeah, I think it could be. Oh, I did that. There's a there's a need right now. I mean, the, the nobody bought the Wii U, so people are like just they're itching, they're waiting, they're saving their money, they're ready to get one of these. Systems. I didn't even know the Wii U came out. Yeah, oh, it's been out and it's been a bomb. Really, it's we we don't even hardly use our Wii anymore anyway. We've got the PlayStation Move, and that's all the kids play. Sure, yeah, it does the same yeah, thing. Yeah, we've got the Wii in the dining room hooked up to the other TV just for Netflix. It's the only thing we oh, use it right. for. <laughs> huh. I think the Wii's are like a novelty almost. A lot of people that got them, the, the original Wii now, they got them, they had them for a couple of weeks, they played with it a handful of times, and there it sat and collected dust, and that was yeah. it. That would be the situation I had too, except mine didn't collect dust. I ended up turning it for a profit on eBay because it was the hot commodity. Right. So that's why I want to repeat that. Well, I, did, I did the PlayStation 2. I, I actually paid someone to go wait in line and buy one, I sold it, and then split the profit with them. I made, I don't know, $100, and I, or well, I made 100 and paid him 100 or something like that, or I made 100 and paid him 50 and I got 50 But we sold them on eBay right when they came out. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys like are the so reason good. that I can never get what I want. Right. <laughs> well, Sorry. This was like 97, 98 when PlayStation 2 came out. Well, it was about uh, 15 years ago. Roughly. 99, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yep. Well, it keeps moving on. That's good. Yes. And speaking of moving on, let's keep this yes. going. <laughs> I'll take the next one. This is from AM1220WLPO. Uh, this is from August 20th. The crime spree continues. LaSalle police are looking for a man that's accused of stealing two 30-packs of beer from the 351 Mini Mart. That's a crime story, apparently. Well, it just makes well, you're not going to steal just one thirty pack, <laughs> right? You got to level your two, body. You need one in each hand to just, you know even out the weight when you're running. Right. right exactly. Yeah, that would be just awkward running with <laughs> right. one, unless you carry it like a um, like a football, maybe like a with both arms. Oh, the old yeah. Heisman pose. That'd work. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Uh, I'm surprised that they even made a tweet about someone stealing 30 I think they did this because this was following all the ruckus about the guy getting shot in the face. Oh, okay. So there's some Then they posted there. this. I think it was intentionally supposed to be funny. Oh, oh, I see what they're trying to make jokes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I get a kick out of the how, – how do you – did you just walk in, grab two 30-packs and walk out and be damned whatever the person behind the counter says? We we did that a, a few times. We went through in high school. We called it yahooing beer because you would walk <laughs> in, take a case out of the cooler, look up, look at the, you'd put it up on the uh, counter, and they'd ask for ID, and you'd just say, "Oh, okay, hold on," and then you would just grab the beer, yell "Yahoo!" and run out of the store. <laughs> and I don't know why, where we came up with the idea, or but we did it a few and times. Never got arrested. No, well, I never did it because I, I wasn't the fastest guy in the world. But right. uh, I don't think anybody ever got caught that I can think of. I know if I was working at a convenience store, I wouldn't chase no, a case of beer. <laughs> really, you wouldn't believe what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep my mouth shut. I don't know. All right, move it along. What do you What do you say, John? 
sure, we haven't had Cindy on the tweets of the week for a while. Cindy Kirchhoff, at Cindy Kirchhoff, on 21st of August. Refreshing summer drink. That's healthy and easy. Squeeze some fresh lemon and water. Add stevia and ice. Perfect. Whatever stevia, stevia. is, I don't stevia. know. Stevia? It's a natural stevia. sweetener. Oh, okay. Well, thanks, Cindy, our health guru. Right. Always there to tweet us some healthy tips. She's our health coach. Yep. Miller 64, that's my healthy drink for the summer. That's the, hey, you a, you're, think, you're drinking smart. It's beer, but it's not wedge. quite beer. Yeah. You get a lemon wedge in there? <laughs> oh, they don't. They, it doesn't last that long. No. I've never had a Miller 64. Yeah, I'll buy it. I throw it in the fridge, and I drink it when I'm working in the yard because it, the alcohol is a little, a little less, and it's... You can have a couple and not, and it just because it goes down like water, and you're not gonna, you can, you can have two or three and be fine. It's it's, it's sure. just watered down beer, basically. Mm, nice. All right, I'll take the next one. This was at Skilling. Today's 90 degree temps are the first official 90s which have occurred here since the 96 degree high more than a month ago on July 19th. This was from August 21st. So yeah, we had a little bit of the return of the heat. This week and it's going to get worse this coming week. It sounds like. Uh, are you a? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that you said it there. Uh, uh, are you, or Chad? Are you a? Uh, what season do you prefer? Uh, spring and fall, honestly. I'm a jeans and sweatshirt guy. Yeah. Um, me too. I don't, I don't like summer. <laughs> which which is pretty pathetic coming from a guy who works construction. But I don't like to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if I'm hot, I don't like being hot. If I'm cold, I can always throw a sweatshirt on. You can always throw a coat on. When you're hot, you're just hot and miserable. Right. There's not a whole lot you can do about it. You can hang meat in my living room at the moment. Nice. Is that how cold it is? That's saying? how cold it is. Can about age. 68, I think. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you make you make sweatshirt weather even when it's hot outside. Well, the, the food poisoning <laughs> isn't helping. I'm, I'm, I'm freezing and sweating at the moment, so I've turned it down just to try and, I don't know, it's, it, level I feel off somehow. level off a little bit. <laughs> All right, I deleted one of the last ones because we're we're definitely going long and it wasn't really that good anyway. So, uh, Chad, if you want to take the last one, is that you're uh, more than welcome? Your Craig Starrett from at yes. uh, news nt underscore news editor is that that's News Tribune, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, Friends for Peru pool make a splash at the city council meeting. And the mayor made a bigger splash, calling for a referendum on the issue. I think that's I think that's great. I think the the, the town needs a pool. Yes. That's whether right. or not whether or not the town has the money is to is to be decided, I guess, with the referendum. Exactly. Yeah. As someone, you know, I'm I'm here in Peru, so this was a it's a hot one for me. I think so a referendum's the way to go. There's enough people making noise that they want a pool. Well, if you want a pool. You're going to pay for it. So they throw it up to referendum, and if it passes, it passes. If it doesn't, it's because you really don't want a pool. Right, and this is probably one of the a referendum in, where it's non-decisive or whatever. It'll just kind of give the council whether to pursue further, you know, further action in regards to getting a pool or acquiring or getting the funding somehow. Is that yeah. is that the story, John? I don't okay. know. <laughs> You're just excited. <laughs> just the idea of a new pool is, is good enough. The idea, yes. Just the idea is, 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 I just, yeah, I hope so. I'm excited. Well, I hope for your, you know, for your boy's sake, by the time they're old enough to, to, and this is right around the corner actually, but by the time they're old enough to take off on their bikes, that there'll be a pool for them to go to. That's what I'm counting on. Yes, exactly. 
So this is good progress. Because that's something we but, grew up uh, with, and it's it'll be kind of it's too bad if they're they kids miss out on that. They might want to consider putting a drive-through in this one. Drive-through pool for the pool? Oh, for the last guy who tried to drive through it. Oh right. <laughs> oh right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he not he took out he took out more than just the, he he ended up in the pool, but the whole situation was pretty wild. Yeah. We, we were doing the podcast oh. when that happened too. Remember? That yeah, I would have loved to see a video of the way he got through that right. park because he was all over the place. I, I don't think you could get there without aiming for it, honestly. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. He drove right through the Senior League Diamond, I believe, or somehow. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> well, guys, that's that's going to be about right. it. We went uh, dangerously late. You, you were talking earlier, Chad, about shows going late. Well, we just, just we, we did Maybe that. it's me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just. But, <laughs> but it's a good one. It's all good stuff. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Well, now is the time where uh, we get to plug yourself. So um, I know we, we talked a little bit before, but where can people find you? Uh, you can pretty much find me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Vine. I absolutely love Vine. You can look for Rural Route Comedy on Facebook. The website is ruralroutecomedy.webs.com. I don't have a fancy one for it yet, but uh, if you Google me, you'll find me. Okay. And just keep a lookout for Rural Route shows at venues near you this fall and winter. Okay, yeah, come fall. I'm sure we'll be talking about it here on the podcast. Yeah, so I'd like to we'll, let everybody yeah, know. Give us a heads up, and we'll try to promote it as best we can. We'll do. It's been a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for having Thanks. me. Yeah, so we are um, at Ivy Podcast on Twitter, Ivy Pod on Facebook, IvyPod.com's the website, and mail at Ivy Pod for anybody who still uses email. And, uh, yeah, and I'm thinking of, Clayton, I'm thinking I might get us back on Google+. Plus. Can you believe really? that? Really? Even after the, the, I think they I'm, started calling me at home? Yeah, even after the Chinese people started calling <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to get back on there because there's some value I there. I hope so. But, uh, yeah. Every time I go yeah, on you, Google+, Plus, it just, it's like an ex-girlfriend. I don't want anything to do with it until I see somebody else has posted something and they're playing with it. Then I'm like, oh, I got to do something. Right. But I'm, I'm never on there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yes, I share your uh, your feelings there. I'm not a fan, but uh, the power of Google cannot be uh, avoided, I guess. That's true. Uh, all right. Well, that was fun. Thanks again, Chad, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. See you, everybody. Got some things going on here in the background at my at my and my studio. She's trying to wake you up. Maybe that, or she's feeling frisky. I don't know. Uh, well, if you need to take a break, John, let us know. <laughs>